I have one of those little fobs on my keychain. It's got a little barcode, and it lets me into my gym. I went there this morning, and I was surprised it still worked. <laughs> I haven't been to the gym in a really long time. That little key fob, it's kind of discolored, it's, it's kind of crinkly, and it does not show much signs of use. Or at least, I don't show much signs of use when it comes to going to the gym. At my recent doctor's appointment, my doctor said to me, hey, you need to lose some weight. You need to lose some weight, about 20 pounds, because you're starting to show some things I don't like the looks of in your blood tests. I've tried to lose weight before. I've tried counting calories, going to the gym, but I try and I try. I know it's good for me, but I fail miserably. It's hard, isn't it? You know what's good for you. You know what is healthy. And yet, to do that, to carry that out, why, that's another whole story, isn't it? We start this Lenten series with a mark of ashes. We are not perfect. Each of us knows how God wants us to live. It's really not hard. Love your neighbor. Love God. Give thanks and praise to God for everything you have. Be kind and compassionate to others as Christ lived out his life. Forgive. But it's hard, isn't it? Oh, we just get so busy, so sidetracked, so distracted. But here at the start of Lent, we come to this worship and our foreheads are marked with ashes. Remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. Those are startling words. They remind us of our imperfection, our brokenness. We are a broken people of God. Again, it's not so much that we don't know what we should do, but we have a hard time living into the life that God has given us and calls us into. The Pharisees had a difficult time. At the time of Jesus, they were the holy gurus of the day. They were the ones that people looked to to see how you live out this holy life. And they know how to do it with a flourish. They were all concerned with the outward motions of their piety putting on grand displays for others to see so others could say, wow, look at how holy, how connected to God they must be. Jesus, as he's teaching, tells the crowd that that kind of showy faith is not good. In fact, it distracts us. It makes us think that this connection with God, this life with God is all our doing. And if we can give a good show of it, 
why we must be closer to God. If we can say those prayers in just the right way, if we can do the actions and the kindness in just the right way, well then we will be in better place with God. Right at the heart of Jesus' teaching and preaching are two messages. The first is that the kingdom of God is here, and the second is repent. Repent. Turn around, turn away from any delusions of grandeur. Anything that we can do, we go just the right amount of times, and everything is good with God. Folks, we're broken. It's what the mark of the cross in ashes on our head tells us. We are broken. And we're in need of God's love and God's care. Because we can't put this thing back together on our own. Jesus invites us to look at the heart. In all of our practices, in all of our faith, to look at the heart and to see that as being the place on which we can build our lives. We are broken, but at the heart of our, our life, at the essence of our being, there is the love of God. God loves each of us. That's the other part of the story. We are the beloved children of God. Before our, our foreheads were marked with a cross of ashes, they were marked with oil at our baptism. You are marked with the cross of Christ forever. God loves you. God loves me. Our primary identity is not that of a broken, but it is of beloved. We are marked with the love of God in Christ. And we are invited to respond to that. Yes, in broken ways. But we are invited to respond to that love. To follow along that life path of Jesus Christ. This Lenten season, we have an opportunity. Forty days. We have an opportunity. Each of us to focus anew on the heart of our relationship with God. To see, to claim, to understand that God's love for us is great. God's love for us comes and meets us in the broken places of our lives. We have an opportunity as a community to focus again, not on all the outward trappings of success, but get down to the heart of it that love and grace of God. Are we proclaiming it? How do we proclaim it in everything we do and say? And if we don't, we need to stop some things. I went today to the gym. I'm a little sore right now. I went because it's the first step. We have choices in the way we live our lives and when we take steps towards health, that's a good thing. Now, please keep me in your prayers. I hope that that first step is followed by another step and then another step. And in 40 days, maybe 
a few of those pounds can come off. We have steps as a church that we can take over these 40 days. Little steps. Daily devotion. Get up in the morning. Make the sign of the cross as you wash your faith. And pray. We are worshiping as a church, not only on Sunday morning, but also on Wednesday evening. Mark your calendars for those five weeks. Make it a part of your journey. We are gathering in small groups, six of them, every night of the week and on Sunday morning to study scripture, to pray with each other, to support one another. Tonight, as you leave, take a look. See how that might be able to fit in your schedule and on this Lent. Take a risk and sign up. Take a step to working on your spiritual health. As we take this opportunity of Lent, let us journey together as the broken children of God, but also as the beloved children of God. May this journey be a time for us to be renewed and strengthened and nurtured. May it be a time of new possibilities, of growth, as each of us walks this life marked by God's love. Amen.